Welcome to the Move Local Podcast. Our mission is to connect the movers and shakers of the Duntas and Hamilton area who pride themselves on growing a healthier and more connected community. We will do this through having conversations around health, education, entrepreneurship, and much more. We want to be part of helping you move confident, move free, and move local. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Move Local Podcast brought to you by The Movement. My name is Dalton, and I'm coming at you guys with another episode this week. We are back with another interview. Um, I'm super excited to have Matt on the podcast. He is one of the owners of Venture Media, where they do all things videography, photography, um, a lot of stuff with real estate, as well as some outdoor stuff. So I'm super excited to learn more about Matt and his business. So Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me, man. How, uh, how's the day been so far? Uh, you know, pretty chill. I've just been editing so far today, and then, uh, yeah, I was looking forward to the pod all day. Yeah. So now, I can't wait. Now we're here. You told me you are listening to me on the way here, so I've got <laughs> a lot of pressure now. <laughs> um, yeah, so the one thing I always forget about is, like, the editing side of things. You know, I've, I've always – I watch people, like, come and shoot events that I've been at, and I'm like, oh, yeah, they come and spend all these hours, like, just being there. I'm like, that's not too bad, and then I – forget that you probably spend hours and hours like editing all of those photos and videos and all that kind of stuff oh yeah and like i think people forget about that when i give them quotes as well they're like (laughs) (laughs) one hour this much for one hour but you know you got to think about the drive time getting to the shoot you know the the amount of hours you spend shooting and then like you said as well uh i i estimate that you know for every one hour of shooting video that i do um i probably spend easily three to six hours even editing that video depending how um, intense it is so yeah there's a lot that goes behind on behind the scenes as well Um, but I love editing videos and I love like turning you know a client's vision into um, something epic so yeah I enjoy it you know that's cool I um I edit like a podcast that we do another podcast that we do we shoot and it's like the most basic shot it's like a one shot it's like a wide shot yeah i do very little editing and it takes me so long and i'm like (laughs) man i couldn't imagine like shooting something intricate where you have multiple camera shots multiple different scenes and like you're trying to set up a story and tell a story i'm like this must take forever it does at times like there's certain things such as like weddings that are you know, a lot more uh, editing involved. But um, so like you said in the intro, I do specialize mostly in real estate and I've done it for like eight years now. So I've gotten it down pat where like I have a system. Yeah, I'm, I'm basically like a robot when I, you know, from importing my footage to organizing it to, you know, starting the edit. It It's all kind of the same no matter um, which house it is. But then after that point, it all gets different, you know, choosing the different song and uh, yeah, making uh, every video a little bit interesting. And yeah, like it's it, like I said, it's in some ways I'm like a computer, like editing <laughs> and other ways it's uh, every video is a little bit different. Yeah. And I can imagine it depends on like the story you're trying to tell and the type of work you're doing. Like I'm sure there's difference between, you know, like a real estate um shoot versus even like the shoot that you did where I met you which was through like the SFR games with Brandon um up the hill here and so I could imagine the the style of editing and kind of how you approach it is obviously different oh 100 percent like uh you really have to think about your audience um for instance I do a lot of YouTube videos and people's attention span these days is pretty low so 
Um, you got to get into your story fast and you got to grab people's attention and keep it there, which is a lot easier said than done. Um, so yeah, it, it all takes practice, trial and error, you know? Um, yeah, it's all about that. So. How did, um, I, well, before we, I, w- I want to get a little bit of a backstory. I kind of jumped into, uh, the, the, uh, the video stuff cause you had mentioned it, but you know, tell me a little bit about yourself. Like how was life growing up? Have you always been like in the media space, taking photos, shooting videos, creative in that sense, or has that been something you've developed over the years? Um, honestly, like I went to uh, Mohawk college and a lot of my students, when we were kind of introducing ourselves on the first day, were saying, yo, I've had a camera in my hand since day one, you know, <laughs> yeah. that was totally not my story. I, uh, I was a skater kid growing up and I had a video camera then, you know, just shooting little edits for my buddies. But other than that, honestly, not really. Like it was more later in life when I was about, uh, you know, 17, 18 years old, I, I started getting into it. And, um, yeah, since then I haven't been able to put it down though. So it, it was later on in life, but, um, I've been addicted to it ever since. I feel like, <laughs> how old are you, Matt? I'm 29 now. Yeah, so we're the same age. I think it's like growing up in the era where like YouTube was really starting to like, at least for me, like really starting to like pop off a bit and like social media. I feel like video content and creation became so much more like accessible and like the fact that you can go and shoot on an iPhone or like shoot on a very like basic camera and like editing software like is you know, if you have an iPhone, you could do it right on your phone or on your oh, MacBook. So I feel like the entry point into it was like so low when we were growing up and it was kind of like the starting to become the cool thing. So I've never done video editing in particular, but I really appreciate like the art of it from like mm. consuming content. Um, and I could imagine maybe that influenced it a bit. Yeah. And like you said, like, uh, you know, back in our parents' day, to even shoot like a home video was like a production, right? You need like yeah. the big monster camera with the, uh, you know, all these tapes and whatnot. And um, nowadays it's so accessible. Honestly, there's no excuse for people to not be pumping out some content if the, if they uh, so choose to do so. Um, yeah, it's it's totally accessible. Like you said, if you have an iPhone, you can create awesome videos, you know, 4K even. These yeah, days. which is wild. <laughs> it's nuts. So. Yeah, it's more accessible than ever, and uh, everyone has a camera in their pocket now, which, you know, it it kind of, um, I mean, I don't mind the competition, but, you know, everyone these days is a photographer. <laughs> totally. Um, but I think to stand out, it's it's even a little bit harder nowadays, though, you know? <laughs> yeah, and, and this is just my observation of the space, and again, I'm by no means like a professional or a master at this, but like one thing that I've noticed is I think it's really challenged um, the true storytellers to come out and people who are really good at telling stories, um, can rise to the top because I think in nowadays with like TikTok and like filters and like preset, like film settings, whatever, all that kind of stuff, it's a lot easier just to like pump out stuff. Whereas where the story doesn't maybe matter as much. And I, I appreciate the storytellers more now that are like, using youtube or using instagram or whatever but are telling like really good stories and i think that is what probably separates people that do well or maybe that next level i don't know if that's an accurate evaluation no i totally agree i i totally agree because you know in the in the age of tiktok and what was it before that old uh, six second video oh vine oh vine yeah like uh where it all started there you know you got five seconds but um I, I, I kind of like the longer, slower paced videos. Um, 
telling an awesome epic story. And I think, like you said, that does take a talent. And that's kind of what I tend to watch on like YouTube and stuff. Like I'll sit there for hours just watching, you know, documentaries about, you know, whatever I'm interested in this month, you know, whether it's uh, bike, bike packing, like I've been watching recently or, you know, epic adventures, like backpacking trips and stuff. So I think it's really cool. And, and I think YouTube is probably my favorite platform right now. Same. You know, it's free and I, I necessarily don't, um, like I'm not drawn towards like the high production, um, videos and stuff. Like it is nice, but like you said, the story is more important to me for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's really allowed me to, again, I have no background in this, but it's really allowed me to like learn about storytelling and like I'll watch a video where there's like really good storytelling and then I'll watch a video where it's trash and you're <laughs> like, Oh, okay. This is like the difference. I can see like what they're trying to do here and how they're trying to draw you in and build up this problem and then solve that problem or build up the story. And yeah. like, it's really, it's really cool to like see that. Oh, hundred percent. And I think that's a good tip for anyone like getting into uh, videography is, um, you know, whatever, like, even if it's a 10 minute video or five minute video, you know, um, I would suggest, uh, trying to build up your story, like have an intro and then have that epic, you know, centerpiece and then a conclusion to your story as well. Right. And you want to keep people interested the whole time, mm-hmm. which like I said earlier, it's easier said than done, but you can even uh, plan it out ahead of time or kind of go with the flow and do it in your editing as well too. Yeah. yeah and, I, and I, you know, I do a lot of the marketing stuff that we do here at the movement and yeah. I've tried to bring in a lot of that into like how we approach marketing, like telling stories and like actually having like a, a story that draws people in, solves a problem and has an ending, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think I've learned a lot through that. And one thing that I realized is like, you have to end a story. A lot of times people (laughs) don't end a story. They just kind of leave things hanging in a, and I realized how important like a good ending to like a story or a thought or whatever is to the person consuming it. Oh, hundred percent. And I think, uh, this goes with any business as well, right? Like if you're trying to get customers, I don't think it's going to work. Um, you know, just saying, Hey, buy this, buy this, do this. But if you actually are authentic, you tell your story and, uh, you know, I think that's, uh, more attractive to a customer than anything else. Right. Of course. We all understand things in like story form, right? I think it's just yeah. like human, human nature. It's like how we're evolved. <laughs> yeah. And that's actually, um, one thing I found about your podcast was, uh, it's really cool that you're, you know, getting these local businesses and, uh, people like that, like telling their story. Yeah. It's really cool, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. I I try to bring that into like the podcast form, right? Like obviously I'm not editing a video, but I'm trying to create a story or tell a story Mm -hmm. on the podcast. So, um, yeah, it's cool that that you recognize that. Oh, of course, man. It's awesome. Um, so obviously like becomes a hobby, something that you can't put down, um, <laughs> yeah. get hooked on. But there, I think there's a difference between like doing something as a hobby or for fun and then transitioning that into like a business and something that you're trying to generate income on. Like what was that whole process like for you? Was that something you always like set out once you got into the media space or is that something that just kind of evolved over time? Um, well, for me, like uh, I always knew I didn't want to have like um, like a regular nine to five job and no offense to anyone who does have that kind of job like good for you uh, if that's how you want to live your life but for me um 
I get too bored with that. <laughs> and I wanted to do something creative and money was never my uh, first objective, but I do need to, you know, make a living and support my family. Um, so I figured what can I do with my life that was going to um, support my family, but then at the same time have fun doing it and enjoy doing it as well. Um, and, you know, right, even when I probably shouldn't have, I <laughs> barely knew how to work a camera. I posted ads on Kijiji saying, hey, if you need a photographer, I'll do it for like 20 bucks an hour or whatever, you know. And uh, I got a few clients there. Um, nice. The photos were absolutely horrendous. I apologize to those early clients. When, but, when was this? Oh, man, this had to be 2015. That's so funny. Yeah, so. That's cool. <laughs> and then I applied for um, college, a Mohawk college, actually, uh, uh, creative photography still in motion, which they, uh, it's a program that offers photo and video as well. Um, which I think in this day and age, you really should know both. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so I got accepted there and did my two years of schooling. Um, I always struggled in high school. Um, I was just never interested, like even elementary school, just a horrible student, never showed up just a bad seed but then like <laughs> my whole life just changed uh when i found this and uh yeah it's been awesome i graduated with honors i just uh put my head down and grinded and got a job while i was still in school um, working for a real estate marketing company and then uh after i learned so much at that first job um Shout out to Sold Right Away in Burlington. <laughs> they really taught me a lot about the business. And uh, eventually I moved on to uh, another company and then another one. And I finally thought, hey, why am I you know, working for all these other people, making them a lot of money when I could be uh, you know, working for myself? So yeah, uh, I kind of forget the original question, but- No, we <laughs> I got there. I, I, was, I was asking you kind of like what, what the, the transition from like, doing it as a hobby to like to like obviously being a job now and I think what's cool that you hit on and something that I always try to like reiterate to to people that I've talked to about being a business owner and whatnot is it just takes time and it you know you have to learn and I think like hearing you say hey I got this job and I learned a ton from this group and then I went here and got this job and then I went and got this job and then I was like hey I think I can do this. Like I have the skills, I've built the skills. Now let me leverage those skills for something that I want to do on my own. If, if that is like your journey. And I think it gets lost sometimes when like someone goes to your Instagram page and they'll just see your Instagram and your business. And they're like, well, Matt just has a business. It's like, well, you know, there's always a process and a story to getting there. And oftentimes it requires doing things maybe that aren't optimal or where you want to be at the end point, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. It's a huge learning curve. And I think that's uh, the same with any industry. Um, you got to put your time in, uh, it's not going to happen overnight and, uh, yeah, just, uh, keep making a good effort. Try hard every day. That's what I always did. No matter, um, most of the things I shoot, like I said, were real estate. And, uh, I always thought to myself, no matter if it's like a tiny little condo I'm shooting or a $3 million mansion, I put in the exact same amount of effort. This is someone's home. This is their, you know, in most cases, their whole life's uh, investment. And, uh, you know, that's a big responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think uh, if you just try hard every day, no matter what, you can do it. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's a good point. Um, I noticed, like, I know outdoors stuff is, like, a big 
a big passion of yours and I you know I know you shoot some you know you have your Instagram page that's like Venture Media Outdoors and how how did that become part of like your life and stuff that you do I, I feel like I creeped your Instagram pretty hard in terms of your outdoor activities <laughs> and it was good. it was pretty cool yeah so um that was my actual original um Instagram page I originally thought I would uh focus my career in that direction kind of the, the outdoor space um, turns out it's it's quite hard to um, make money doing that kind of thing. Um, so, you know, my whole life I've been like an outdoorsy kind of guy. I I'm literally, I don't know anything about video games. <laughs> I, I've never like, you know, spent any time indoors. <laughs> my wife can attest to that. I'm always on the move, always traveling. Um, I think I've spent probably four nights at home this month. I've been to Chicago. Oh, jeez. Chicago. Oh, so you're Florida. still all over the place. Yeah. I honestly live out of a suitcase, <laughs> and and I always say uh, yes to every opportunity. And um, I think that's uh, where my passion for outdoors came. I just, um, I don't know. I just, I never wanted to be that indoorsy kind of kid. I loved uh, going in my backyard as a kid, playing in the, the forest. Um, you know, I used to, <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. I used to like, when I was a little kid, pretend I was on the show Survivor with my cousins <laughs> and like force them to do these like, uh, you know, games and stuff. That's but, hilarious. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, the way I am. Like, I love camping, fishing, hiking, um, hunting, like backpacking outdoors, all that kind of stuff. I just, it's my passion. And it's weird. Like, when I'm far deep and on the Bruce Trail or something as rem- remote as you can get, um, that's like kind of where I feel the most at home, mm. <laughs> which is kind of weird, but I, I don't know. I'm not like a huge party or anything like that. Um, I enjoy, you know, quiet time and outdoors and, you know, just, uh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of where I started off with the photography thing was, you know, shooting, uh, my hiking trips and whatnot. And then it just progressed from there and I purchased a better camera and a better one and, you know, worked on my skills. And so to answer your question, um, venture media outdoors, that's kind of like my passion, uh, project, I would say. Um, and I linked that all to my YouTube channel where I mostly make videos just for fun. Uh, I still love doing this, even though it's my job. So, uh, I even uploaded a video today. So, um, yeah, shameless plug, shout out to, yeah. uh, <laughs> check out, uh, venture media on YouTube. Um, you know, even the videos don't get that many views, but I just, I enjoy doing it. Man, your, your stuff is really good. Like I, I've watched like some of the videos. Um, and I remember you were showing me one when I was, uh, when I was at the games there, this far games and like, yeah, it's really, really good stuff, man. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so with regards to like venture media outside of the outdoor space like what are what are some of like the services that that you offer if someone was listening and they're like hey i want to work with matt like what kind of what kind of stuff do you do how could they work with you yeah so um like i said earlier we we focus mainly on real estate so if you're a real estate agent we can honestly take care of anything you need whether it's um social media videos um listing present uh listing videos photos drone uh, floor plans. My wife does all the graphic design. Uh, she went to school for um, five years at Mohawk doing both programs, uh, graphic design and photography. Um, so we, we have a really good background in that. Um, like I said, that first marketing company I worked for was in 2015. I've been doing it literally every day since 
I think I've shot my camera almost every day for eight years. And uh, yeah, so we offer that to realtors, but honestly, anything you need uh, that involves a camera, we can take care of it for you. So whether it's um, weddings, um, YouTube videos, branding for um, your business, uh, family portraits, we can do it all. And uh, yeah, we'd appreciate any any extra business we can get. So. Yeah, yeah, because I, I know like we obviously I've said it a couple times now, but we met at the event, which was like mm-hmm. a like a a training event or a workout event. And then I know you've done some other like gym shoots and stuff like that. So that that's obviously a realm that you have some experience in or trying to venture in and some, some way or form. A hundred percent. Like, um, I wouldn't consider myself, myself an athlete, but, um, I do. I love... saw you did a triathlon before. Oh, I've done a couple, you know, beginner triathlons. <laughs> and, and I saw you like <laughs> kicking and doing, was it Muay Thai? Um, you've... yeah, I took a, a few Muay Thai classes. Yeah. Uh, I need to get back into that. I'm a huge fan of the UFC, um, and I love um, I love uh, shooting, you know, content for athletes. I I just think it's so epic. Um, and we're actually I don't know when this pod will come out, but um, we can extend the deadline as well too. But we're doing a giveaway right now, so um, we're always doing giveaways on our Instagram Venture Media Marketing, and we're actually giving away a free reel and photo shoot um, for an athlete, um, whether you're a lifter. Um, a runner, what, whatever it is, uh, anything, will uh, come and shoot your sport and highlight you doing that stuff uh, completely for free. So it's a giveaway if you guys nice. want to enter. And uh, I'm entering. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <man>. Hope you win. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I really do want to focus on more of the uh, athletic stuff as well too. I just think it's so cool. Yeah, it is cool. And I feel like there's a big push for that kind of content right now. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you see it on the Netflix, like all the documentary series that are happening kind of behind the scenes. Like, I feel like that's a very much like something that people are into um, these days, you know. Oh, for sure. And uh, I love what that's probably my favorite documentaries is like. Oh, yeah, me too. It gets you so like amped up just watching it. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I have actually shot for this young up and comer, his name is Owen Paquette. Shout out to Owen, man. He's, uh, he's probably going to be an Olympic athlete uh, for boxing right now. He's on the, I believe the junior Olympic team for Canada. So, um, I think I was going to reach out to him and see if you want to do some more stuff, but I'm always down to shoot, uh, athlete or sorry, athletes, um, doing their thing, man. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Where did, um, the name venture media come from? Um, so I wish I had a cooler story than this, but uh, <laughs> as you said before, like I love the outdoors and going on adventures um, and I really wanted to like brand my company after, you know, my life and my passions. So I just took the ad off it and uh, went for venture media. I thought it sounded cool. Um, I actually might be getting a venture tattoo in the future. Oh, uh, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Make it official. Branded for life. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I just thought it, like, a really – it was simple. I wanted something that wasn't, like, hard to spell or pronounce. Yeah, no smart move. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted something easy. And I looked up um, on Google, like I Googled it. I did a whole um, business search as well with the business center, and it was available. So I snagged it. And, uh, yeah, I've been branded Venture Media ever since. Love it. Yeah, it was 2015, December of 2015. I, I chose that name and stuck to it. Wish I had a better graphic designer at the time. <laughs> to switch up could my logo. Could always but... be a rebrand sometime. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, how long have you been like 
doing this through venture media? Like, has it been like since 2015 or? Yeah, late 2015 is, like I said, I didn't even barely know how to work a camera. I'm like, I'm going to start a business. Uh, little did I know how hard it would be and uh, all the stuff that went on behind the scenes. Um, but at the same time, I was working for other companies as well. This was always kind of on the side. Um, but now, actually officially, uh, since I believe uh, April, um, we launched our own business, 100%. It's only us. We don't work for anyone else. And, uh, yeah, things have been awesome. Our first few months have been, you know, like unexpectedly amazing. So it's so good to hear, man. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. So I was yeah. so worried. Like I have a, a son on the way. And congratulations. Uh, it was a big step, but I knew it was the right move because, you know, I can control my own schedule. And, you know, the harder I work, the more money I'm going to get. So, and like I said, life is not all about money, but it, it comes a time when you need to support uh, your family. So, um, I've been working really, really, really hard. Um, and I'm just hoping for the best in the future. Hopefully it stays this way. <laughs> no, that's super cool. Like it's such a, it's such a risky move. Like I, I can relate, like yeah. starting a business <laughs> here and like, you know, when you f officially kind of like let go and you're just like, all right, we're going to take this leap. Like it, it's like, it's like this weird feeling. Cause you're like w on one side of it, you feel all this like fear and pressure. And then on the other side of it, you like feel super free and everything relies on you and your efforts and your yeah. work, which is like a blessing, but can also be a curse at times, it's you know, so it's scary. like, it's like such a big step. So uh, for you to like take that leap and then have like a good start to it is like such a good thing to hear. Cause mm -hmm. I mean, you you know this being a business owner it's there's going to be ups there's going to be downs there's going to be a lot of shit that comes along but like to be able to be in control of that and you know have a good start is like such a good thing yeah and i think it's it's pretty cool like the photography industry you don't really have that much of an overhead um, whereas right. I can see with your business is probably even more scary. Like you've got to pay the rent, man. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pay the rent, pay the employees. <laughs> yeah. So right now it's just me and my wife. Um, and so we're trying to keep the cost low, but you know, everything costs money, you know, all the programs we use, the camera equipment, um, uh, you know, our vehicles, everything is, it's all, uh, it's a lot of pressure to, you know, pay for it all, but I think it was the right move. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like this is the starting point. Like if you think of it as a mountain, like right now we're at the bottom and we're trying to, you know, build our business to go all the way to the top. And I'm pretty confident that we can do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. You have to have that confidence. That's great to hear. Yeah. What do you think, uh, what do you think you've learned so far as like officially going all in on the business? Like what have been some of the learning lessons you've picked up on? Uh, one of the biggest things I learned is taxes are horrible <laughs> for business owners. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, I was kind of expecting it, but, um, yeah, I think like the biggest thing, um, that has changed is, uh, a lot of behind the scenes things, like not much has changed as far as my work goes. Like I still do the same thing I was doing for the past eight years. Um, uh, but kind of getting my own clients in a way. And, uh, I think a lot of it was like the accounting, you know, setting up all these, uh, you know, QuickBooks and all that kind of thing. Um, that was a little bit difficult at the beginning, but you know, that's what YouTube's for. Yeah. And there's so many like, uh, resources to help you. Um, so if you're thinking about, uh, starting your own business, I say just, uh, go feet first in and, uh, just do it, man. Cause 
the only way to learn is by doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times it's funny. Like you get, people get so caught up on like the smallest things. Like mm-hmm. how am I going to do my taxes or how am I going to like register this business? Or you, you know, you get so caught up on like the little barriers when yeah. in reality, it's not that big of a deal. Like you'll figure it out, you'll YouTube it and you'll get it done. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've, I've learned like if that is the reason you're not starting your business, then maybe mm-hmm. you're not really passionate enough or you really don't want it bad enough because there's so many opportunities out there right now to like launch that like it's easier now than it's ever been to start something it's very hard to build a business of course and we shouldn't pretend like it's easy because i think a lot of times that gets misconstrued in today's day and age (laughs) because it's like super hard but like the the starting process is like the barrier to entry is so much smaller or so much easier now than it's ever been which i think is a great thing for sure. And like uh, if you're working a job um, where you could uh, go out on your own, like maybe you're a freelancer for someone else or um, you're an employee for some other company and you're thinking about doing it, like right now, I know what you're thinking. I get a steady paycheck every two weeks. I pay my bills. But uh, I think the ceiling is so much higher um, when you are a business owner. Like you can grow it to whatever you want, you know? True. So hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it comes with a lot of effort, a lot of work, a lot of sacrifice, which like when you're working that nine to five or that constant paycheck, you like, you dream about this idea of like, Oh, okay, I'm going to have my own business and I'm going to be able to have this massive ceiling that I can, but then you you don't realize all of the things that go into creating something super successful. You're like, Oh, that's why the business that I'm working for right now is very successful because they've had to take a lot of risk to get there, right? So it's like, oh yeah. And then sometimes people will jump in and they'll be like, "Whoa, I didn't expect all this." <laughs> I, I totally agree. But then on the the flip side of that, like, I think um, when you're grinding for yourself, it's just a different feeling. It is 100. percent Like yeah. I would rather work, you know, 15 hours for myself than work like four hours for someone else. I don't know. Like, no, it's a, it's a for the same amount it's a big di- it is a big difference I think and it's you can't really understand it until like you actually do it at some point yeah. in your life because like for me I wouldn't at this point never be able to go work for someone else <laughs> exactly, <laughs> um, yeah. because of like a similar kind of feeling that that you that you've had and obviously a lot of other things yeah. but. Well, I think like all business owners, like um, successful ones at least, and I can't say I've only been a business owner for a few months now, but um, like you don't have to do this podcast, right? Like this is your choice. You're, you have to make those choices, right? Like you have to go above and beyond if you're going to stand out because there's a lot of competition and it's like shark tank, man. Like you get (laughs) taken out if you're not, you know, hungry enough. So (laughs) yeah, definitely requires a lot of like effort and, but, but similar to what you're saying, like I don't those extra things when you're trying to build something that's meaningful and purposeful to Mm -hmm. you, you don't even really think about it. Exactly. You know, it's just like, you just do it because it's so important to you. Oh, for sure. And it's so rewarding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one more question before I get into some rapid fire questions for you. What, uh, what do you hope like venture media like grows into or becomes? Do you have like a vision in your mind for it or? Um, yeah. So obviously for me, like my biggest passion in life is traveling. Um, so I'm talking like 10 years down the line. I'm hoping to um, hopefully uh, gain some employees so I can maybe work more on the back end of things and be able to, you know, work remotely, um, possibly. Um, if that doesn't happen and it doesn't pan out like that, I'm just going to keep going the way we're going. So yeah. um, I'm just hoping for success for myself, but as well success for my clients. And I hope to build a huge client base. 
excuse me and um yeah just go from there and like i love watching other people win as well like yeah um we actually just got a message today uh from one of my close friends that we created a logo for and he's like i wish you could see the smile on my face because we sent him a logo just for his uh his uh project that he's working on and like that feeling is amazing so Mm. as long as we can keep doing that every day yeah, I'll be happy, you know. I love it. <laughs> are, when the baby comes, are you spending only four nights at home in a week? Or, or oh, is that going to change? Part of that. <laughs> or is the baby coming <laughs> along everywhere you guys go? Honestly, like a part of it, uh, a part of the reason I've been traveling like crazy is like, uh, I know the baby's coming. Gonna, Things are going to change. You're going to have to hunker down a little bit. <laughs> but the first thing I said when uh, my wife Alicia told me she's pregnant, like when we mentioned it to my family, was like, I'm not slowing down. Like this isn't like, just cause you're having a baby. I don't think it, uh, it you need to necessarily like stop traveling. Like, you can bring the kid with you. Like I've, I've had a dog, um, <laughs> for three years, so, not to compare a baby to a dog, but uh, it is a lot of work and, uh, you always have to be responsible for them as well too. So I think that did, <laughs> that did, uh, that did uh, help me prepare a little bit. Oh, 100%. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a kid, so I can't say anything, but I feel like it definitely is a st- it's some stepping stones for sure. Yeah, and like obviously the first um, year or so is going to be like a lot of sleepless nights, yeah. um, possibly even longer, but I have a bunch of nieces and nephews, and I love hanging out with them and playing with them. I feel like they call me the Funkle, uh, the fun <laughs> uncle, but that's probably because I – force them to, to force them to say that but <laughs> that's all right no but i get what you're saying like i think that the you know obviously when when your child's at the right age like you can travel with your child yeah. you can bring, give them experiences like i think that that's a that's a great thing i uh, i think that sometimes we we probably shut it down shut those things down mm-hmm. obviously as you when you become a parent which there's probably some sacrifices you're gonna have to make but i think if that's important to you it's important that you continue to do that and like it's only going to teach your child a lot if they're able to watch you do the things that are passionate and bring them along with you. So I get what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, for sure. And like, you can't force your child to enjoy some of the same things that you enjoy. Like for instance, the outdoors and whatnot. Um, I totally hope he does like that kind of stuff, but you know, if he's more like artsy or whatever it is, I'll back him up a hundred percent and, uh, yeah, whatever, whatever they're into. It'd be awesome, man. So. Throw them in a canoe. Just <laughs> yeah. Let them float. You're going camping now. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll do some uh, rapid-fire questions. Are you? I know you're not from you're, – you're obviously very familiar with Hamilton area, Dundas area. Yeah, so I grew up in Ancaster. Okay, cool. Um, I lived in Burlington. I lived in Brantford. I did live in Dundas at one point for – The traveling man, I forgot. Yeah, I, I've lived in like, like probably like seven or eight cities around the Dundas area. Okay, cool. Um. And like our business services all of Southern Ontario and beyond that. So, so you're aware. Yeah. Um, favorite local coffee shop? Ooh, see, I'm not a coffee drinker. Jeez, coffee shop. Do I pull the classic Tim's? <laughs> <laughs> see, t- There's so much good coffee in Hamilton that that's a disservice to Hamilton. I'm so but sorry. you're not a coffee person, so that's fair. What about um, brewery? Are you into beer? Oh, jeez, I'm not a and I'm, either. And I'm not either, so it's okay. Okay, let's try this. What about, like, donut, bakery? Like, are you into oh, any now of that you're stuff? Talking yeah, about okay, we could, we could get there. Um, So, Chocolate Sensations, Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them. They're in Ancaster. I feel like I've heard of them, yeah. Yeah, oh, man, their stuff is epic. I used to film um, for one of the realtors. Uh, <laughs> she used to go around to all the ice cream shops, and, uh, man, like, I feel like you can't miss in, like, uh, Dundas and Hamilton, like, 
there's so many epic freaking uh, mom and pop shops. Yeah. Like the best stuff. Um, yeah, what's that one? On I think it's on lock. I can't remember the name. No, I'm talking about the chocolate. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it's all right. Chocolate <laughs> sensation. We'll take that. Okay, I'll go with chocolate sensation. Um, yeah. Okay. What about like favorite local restaurant then? Oh, uh, do you know Mesa? I've heard of it. It's a uh, that's on James, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's on it's James. a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, okay. and it's so freaking good, man. I've heard good things about it. I've never been. Yeah, I love uh, Mesa. Oh shoot, I'm drawing a blank now because. I, it's all right. One's good. Um, I'm like a foodie. Like you'll see on my YouTube channel, I, I, I do a little bit of cooking myself too. Um, dang, you caught me off guard. With that's this okay. One. That's a good. That's a that's a good one. I like. Have you ever been to Migo before? Migo. No, Amigos. I Migo. It. It's on. Uh, it's in Hess Village. It's really good. It's a Mexican oh. spot. It just made me think of it because you brought up. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right uh where, that roast beef place just down the way uh tally ho have you ever oh had i haven't been to tally ho no oh man so good. It's good that's like my childhood back then going to tally ho get like two uh roast beef burgers with extra gravy <laughs> so good love it <laughs> what um you're an outdoors guy what would be like your favorite like kind of local trail or place to go man i have to shout out the bruce trail it runs right through dundas i've done seven of nine sections um twice so I walk there and back to my car um, or bike uh, in some instances. And man, the Bruce Trail, if you don't know like about the Bruce Trail, I encourage you to check it out. And uh, you can collect badges along the way, kind of like Pokemon. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just uh, make your way from Niagara all the way to Tobamori. And it's a freaking one of the best things I've ever done in my life has been that trail. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... I can't continue to say I'm new to the area because I've been here since 2020, but gotcha. um, coming here, like, that was one of the coolest things. Like, I never really realized how the how beautiful it was here in the trail system and the Bruce Trail. And it's like, we're so, now that I'm here and I've been, you know, in other places in Ontario and, and just even, like, going out to BC, which is obviously a totally different thing, like, it makes me appreciate so much more, like, what we do have access to here. It's, oh, yeah. it's a special thing. And it's all run by volunteers as well. Too. Yeah. So, um yeah, the Bruce Trail is awesome, man. Uh, 100% encourage you to check that out, too. Like, not you, but just... Uh, everyone listening. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, okay, last question I like to ask everyone is, like, what does, like, move local mean to you specifically? Yeah, to, so to me, uh, um, I was saying earlier about the mom-and-pop shops, like, uh, shops, excuse me. Um, I think uh, move local really means supporting local businesses, local entrepreneurs, um, getting out. So, like helping out um, your neighbor. I know it sounds a little corny, but um, yeah, I think I think uh, you know supporting local is super super important, and it helps out um, more people than you would understand, more than people than you would think. So yeah, for sure. And like it's so cool. You know, this podcast has been cool because the reason we started it was to just there's so many cool businesses and stories in this area that I think more people need to hear about. And what I th- think is cool about what you have going on is you can use your business as a vessel to tell a lot of those stories for like the local area which I think is super cool because we need more good stories and awareness about all the cool things that are going on in Dundas and Hamilton and like the surrounding area and I think visual media is a great way to express that oh well I appreciate that and uh 
yeah, like I was looking through your pod and like, oh, some familiar names came up that I've shot for before in the past yeah, that's, from scratch. That's and, cool. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, that that's awesome. I appreciate what you're doing for the community. And like you said, yeah, every business um, to get out there and reach as many people as possible, I'd love to help you do that. Um, we we specialize in uh, helping people reach their goals. So yeah, where can people reach out to you, Matt, if they want to like get your help? Um, so if I think uh, Instagram is the biggest platform you can reach out. I um, I always respond very quickly. Um, so you can reach me uh, reach me at uh, venture.media.marketing or venture media outdoors or my personal Instagram, Maddie underscore photo, I believe it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, people call me Maddie Photo because my last name's super long in the first two letters. Yeah, I, <laughs> I saw your last name and I have a, I'm notorously terrible for, for pronouncing last name. So I that's why I didn't even it, take a shot at it. <laughs> it's Fotheringham or in Scotland, uh, Fotheringham. So <laughs> oh, cool, yeah. You got a horrible accent. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, guys, um, check out Matt's stuff. It's awesome. Um, you know, he's doing a lot of great work and, you know, just getting to connect with you today. I love like, you know, your mission behind it and just like, it's something you can tell is very passionate, you're very passionate about and, and you want to do it one, you know, to continue to fulfill your own passion, but also to be able to help other people, um, be successful. And I think that that's such a good mission to have. So, um, make sure if you guys are, are interested in looking for any help, reach out to Matt. Um, and yeah, that's all we got for today, guys. Okay. I just want to say one more thing yeah, before we, uh, before we take off is that, um, you know, sometimes when you hire a photographer, it can be really intimidating. Um, I know myself personally, like getting behind the camera, they're like, pose like this, do this. Uh, it, it's really uncomfortable sometimes. But um, with our business, we try and have fun, man. We're not yeah. taking anything too seriously, but the end product's going to be awesome. And uh, yeah, so we like to we like to laugh and have fun. So if you're someone who enjoys that as well, then uh, let us know. Heck yeah. Everyone <laughs> likes to have fun and laugh. Oh, and I can yeah, attest man. to that. I can attest to that work when you, when you do this stuff with, uh, with Brandon. So <laughs> I'm trying to keep up with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out Matt and what he's doing. And then we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye.